Hey everyone, Jeremy here. Before this episode starts, uh, we had a little bit of audio issues that we only discovered right as we finished this long episode. So for this one, all the audio is going to come through Tyler's mic, so I'm going to sound a little bit quieter than him. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we fix it for the next one, but uh, for this one, we apologize. But it's still a great episode, so enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Timbers From The Spot podcast, the only podcast where we discuss whether or not Van Rankin's shaving of his facial hair was the reason why he was benched on Wednesday. Tyler, your thoughts? I would say uh, stick to the facial hair. Yeah. That is my opinion. He looks very interesting without it now. Yeah, kind of just looks naked. <laughs> naked face. <laughs> we would like to apologize for missing an episode right after the Colorado Rapids game. We have moved in somewhat. To, yeah, uh, yeah. Starting to move in. We're trying yeah. to move in to our apartment uh, on the, uh, for University of Oregon mm-hmm. to start the new school year. So we missed, but luckily... There was another game, so we decided we'd double up. Yeah. Uh, Good two games, actually, to cover in this games. one. So, yeah. Great two home games. Mm-hmm. Four points out of six yep. against a team ahead of us. And two good teams. Yeah. Yeah. A team ahead of us and then a six-pointer against a team below us. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Yeah. Big. Very big. Um, so, I mean, let's just get into this Colorado game. Um, obviously, I mean, the big storylines that come out of this one. Bill gets a red card, end of the first half, and we still draw this game. Basically feels like a win for the fans, for the team. Um, being there after the red... So we were the better team, I'd say, up until the red card. And I still think, under the circumstances, we did better than we like should have in the eyes of the fans, the media, whatever. Um, yeah, that was the way that I saw it. We were better attacking. Defensively, we were good. Um, just all around, I thought we were the better team up until then. Yeah, I mean, we really had a bunch of attacks, and really Colorado's only chance was the absolute sitter that Jonathan <laughs> yeah, missed in the yeah. 18th minute. I mean, I, I mean, you talk about that being a, a, a big sitter, and then you get to today's game, and so Fuentes misses another sitter. Lots of sitters. Very much so. <laughs> None of them being finished. Practice on their sitters a little more. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at the, you look at the stats for the Colorado game, and they shoot outshot us 24-11, 7-4 on target. Had 62% possession, but that's just because they were up a man. Yeah. You know, when it was level, as you said, we were really the dominant team. Yeah, and we were able to have that pressure, too. I think that was a pretty big part is you could tell that Colorado kind of wanted to play out of the back a little bit, and we didn't really let them how they wanted to because we had that pressure where you can have more than one just Mora running at the back line. You have to make them make decisions. Um, Yeah, so once we went down, Bill, it forces us. We went to a 4-4-1 and Moore is just sitting up there by himself, and he's not going to be able to direct the ball to go wherever he wants. Yeah. When it's one v four, trying to press. Yeah. Because at that point too, he had to. The whole team couldn't press with him, because uh-huh. you have to have what was it? Uh, who's that wide? Um, no. Yeah. So Char and Espria, you had to have them sit in a little bit more. Um, and actually, Dyrone was playing right back in place of Bill for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And during after the red card, until yeah. They could get a Van yeah. On. Hey, he did good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which also, I mean, let's get to the lineups too, I guess. Um, Bill in at right back was new, uh, which I don't necessarily – I think that's not a bad thing. I don't know. I think I, ben, don't, I don't like it for a full 90. Yeah, exactly. I like it for at the end of games where it's a tiny bit defensive sub, but also not a completely defensive sub. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's got like 30 minutes. But, I mean, when you're out of position for 90 minutes – some people can, some people can't. Mm-hmm. Build foolish tackle 
I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Both of his yellow card tackles were not not the smartest. Not the smartest. Well, yeah. um, definitely the second yellow could have arguably been a red without a first yellow. Yeah. In my opinion. But I mean, but it's just that's that's one of the things about Bill is that he's just so reckless at center back that when you put him out on the sides and he gets beat, you know, that's kind of his instinct just to chop yeah. down. But I mean, at the same time, I think that's why Geo would play him is for that defensive. Because, I mean, you have Van Rijken and Bravo. You know, they're both going to get forward a lot. And recently, Bravo's been in great form going forward. But I think in these last two games, he's been a little shaky again defensively. So it's nice to have three solid defenders back there. Not that Van Rijken's been bad defensively. But Bill has proven that he can sit in and be, like, sit at right back. Not go all the way up the field. But he can sit there and, like, lock down that right side, I guess, that he was on. Um, and the thing is, so that Bill, Bill made a one really good run mm-hmm. in that first half. And I was like, oh, Dang, we're about to see. A, yeah, we're about to see a different build today. <laughs> For real, it made a really good run, and then I, I think it was on that run that he gives up the ball, and then like a minute later, the red card comes. Yeah, which I mean, it's because in that scenario, you're as a defender, especially as a guy who's kind of breaking in right now to being one of those starters. He has it kind of has been all season to impress the manager, get the team right. I mean, you're you're gonna try to go and win that ball back. If you lose the ball, you're going to win it back, and I mean that was just reckless. But, yeah, and we should point out Colorado starts with somewhat of a rotated team. Mm-hmm. They still got Lewis, Bassett, Mark Anthony K. They still got their main back line. They don't have Barrios or Acosta. But uh, I think if they do have those two players, I think this game is completely different. Right yeah. from the jump, I think we, we were lucky they didn't have their full squad in because they didn't capitalize. That is they true. They really should have. I yeah. thought we were in for an LA Galaxy type beating. When we beat them 3-0, when they got a red card in, yeah. in the second half, it just became completely But, I mean, chaos. it just shows the resiliency, too. It just shows that teams yeah. have the best defense in the MLS. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> don't have the stats yet, but we don't know. Don't look we at know. the stats. We don't care about the just stats. No, just yeah. listen to just us. Yeah. Just listen to us. We are the overall authority for the league, so yeah. we say that we have the best defense. The only podcast not based on stats. Yeah, and ignore everything we've said before this game, too. Yeah. Just, the, yeah. just know that the Tempers now have the best offense and defense in the league. Basically, yeah, because we are five unbeaten. Yeah, five unbeaten, so, 14 yeah. points. No, 13. I can't match. No. <laughs> four, four wins is 12 four. and a draw, so 13. Yeah. 13 points. <laughs> 13 out of 15 points. Yeah, that is a very nice The only podcast where the host can't do basic math. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then uh, also another, I guess, change in this game was Paredes coming into the middle. Yeah. Um, Did not look that great. Yeah, that was but one kind of a redemption game tonight against Elliot. Yeah, I thought he had, yeah. he looked well. He looked, he had a good game, yeah. We'll get we'll get to that later. But we get to the second half of the Colorado game and I mean it's just an onslaught for oh, up until their first goal, which is a lovely ball played in and then it's tipped over to Jonathan Lewis who knocks mm-hmm. it in and at this point you're thinking here it comes. Yeah, yeah, the whole stadium can sense it too. Here it comes. It would yeah. Except 2 minutes later Blanco puts a lovely ball, beautiful, right to the feet of Zupark. Uh, is Zupark? Yeah. I don't. I don't know if Zupark is expecting it there. I don't know. What I don't exactly think so. He's trying to do with it. I mm-hmm. think he's just there, and it hits his legs. Goes perfect right to Mora for a little header. Mora continues his insane form mm-hmm. with a goal in that game. And I mean, I don't know. It gave you a little hope, didn't it? Oh well, I mean. At this point, to go down one and then to have that kind of response in two minutes when you're down a man, it's honestly, the energy shifted to like, we're down a man, but we can actually win this game. Yeah, that was really the Against a good team, too, which is like, 
Or at least squeak out a result. Yeah, yeah. We were not going to get run over, most likely. Exactly. Um, And this also kind of had that resilience. Yeah. The team showed their resilience in that moment. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the last last five games. um, I actually, I really like, uh, we were listening to the post game today, and I like, I think it was Jake Zivin was saying it, how these five games have been, whether win or draw, have been, have they, the results have come in different ways. Yeah. And that just shows that the team can get through these different different obstacles to win these games. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, we're going to pass him tomorrow, he's going to score, or else we're going to lose. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Different guys scoring in these games. I mean, obviously more scored. But, I mean, it. everybody is producing at the moment. And the team is doing what the team should do. And arguably, I think, well, not even arguably at this point. Um, because it was a good stretch of games there where we were talking about how hot GOC was yeah it is cold in my opinion it's yeah. at this point I think it's pretty cold <laughs> yeah yeah I think it, his tactics are coming through the back line has been fixed I mean not completely obviously yeah. um there's still some issues I think out wide getting beat on the wings and allowing too many crosses in um I think especially in these two games that was pretty prevalent yeah um well I also think yeah. one of the biggest saviors of GOC is Sebastian Blanco. Oh, what yeah. a guy! <laughs> I mean, he's he, played part in eight of their last nine. No, games. I mean, arguably, he is the man of the match for the last, for this whole stretch. Yeah, I mean, he without him, we I don't think we well we don't draw this game. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We lose this game. We don't draw this game. Yeah, we don't win tonight's game. We don't beat Seattle. Maybe, maybe. Actually, that one's questionable. That, that one's one, questionable. The man of the match for that one was more. Yeah, more Steve Clark. Yeah, um, because as long as. Mora just needs someone to make the run that Blanco run made, and as an an intelligent player of any type, and I mean you know that's not a hard run to make. Yeah. Like basic MLS players should know how to make that run, mm-hmm. and then you know Mora wins the second one as well. Yeah. So you know obviously Blanco is really good in that game, but also Mora is yeah. probably the main match in that one. But all, all the other rest of the games up from that point, it's Blanco. Yeah, and so I'm really interested to see what this team looks like when Blanco isn't starting. Which you know, there's, there's going to. I, I'm surprised it wasn't tonight. Yeah, I. I yeah. was so surprised, and we'll we'll get into this a little bit later to see pretty much an unrotated team except for Bill, obviously. Mm-hmm. But let's get to this second Colorado goal because oh my goodness, are you kidding me? This is crazy. <laughs> I, Bravo, yeah. who is against Barrios? Mm-hmm. Barrios fresh legs. I mean, and yeah, it's just a mismatch. Yeah, and Barrios looks like he's about to drive the line, and Bravo does a very good job of pushing Barrios to the sideline. Yeah, like pushing him. That is, he does do his job and in giving that him no angle. Mm-hmm. And Barrios is cut off, and he just just hits it into the middle for like a cross. Yeah, and it's, it just gets the nicest swaz on it ever. Yeah, arguably a cross, arguably a shot. Who yeah. knows? And just curls into the top. Right I mean, if that's not the goal of the week, <laughs> I don't know what is. That is an insane goal. And I mean, at this point, this it is... It wasn't the goal of the week. It already was decided? Yeah. What was the goal of the week? It was uh, Atlanta United. I think it was Araujo. Uh, Araujo? Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, no way. Yeah. Because he made a nice solo run, beat two defenders, and slotted it in the left. Really? Yeah. We'll pull that up after. I need to see that goal. It also, it also beat out a Chofis' hat trick. Oh, yeah. And the, the, um, the Olympico. All three of those goals, which were insane. That is... I, yeah, we're pulling that up after this game. After we go through these games. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, after that goal, what, it's the 89th minute, I think, it's listed as? That goal yes. was in? Yeah. Down 2-1. Down a man. That, At that, that point. <laughs> you so, see some people just, are leaving. Like, just how good the goal was. Like, you're like, oh. You're like, well, yeah, this team is not. 
I guess. Yeah. I guess it is officially over now. Yeah, and then, it, and also yeah, and that's after Colorado brings on their starting lineup. Yeah. Also, so seventh minute. Eighty seventh. Okay. And then um. three minutes later, here comes a beautiful ball played in by Bravo mm-hmm. right to Dyrone Espria. Dyrone Espria, again another full game. Because he deserves still, it. Still sprinting down the pitch. I mean, yeah. Gets uses strength, gets the ball, fires it right in the middle to who else but Blanco. Of course, right of course. There. This Lovely. mean this one means a lot. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell for the the team, Blanco, the fans. I mean, everybody. That was a huge goal. That so, one was the one that made it feel like a win. Stealing a point. Yeah, especially the fact that Blanco stealing scored point, it. It was like, like yeah. Three. Yeah, it felt like three. It felt like three, and I'm talking like because Blanco had an interview after the game, and he was just talking about like he's having fun. Like that is a moment that he like because he he missed the last year, yeah, and like he's finally able to get back and have like fun with the game. You I'm know, fun. oh yeah, oh we're all having fun. I think right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was definitely two points dropped for Colorado. Oh, one hundred percent. Any other? <laughs> also, I mean, on that goal, I want to say anybody else. Most other people on the field at that point are not. Getting that ball into Blanco. No. Which is, and I mean, nobody G- else on the pitch really has that size and speed strength and strength ability to be yeah. able to shield the defender off and then fire it into the middle. And also have that. How does he? Have, he has that in the, in the late game. He <laughs> yeah. never used to do this. He, even at the start of the season, he looked tired at the end of the game. Yeah. It's yeah. just the fact that he's playing game after game is he's got that match fitness now. Yeah, and continue to run. I mean, Gio even said it after the game today, um, which he didn't get a full ninety because I mean, got to rotate a little bit, got to get some guys yeah. in there. Um, which I was also very pleased with the subs. Yeah, this all, yeah, we'll get back into that. As we finish um, this game, but. Yeah, but I mean, he said he's one of the best players for the team this season after not even being in the lineup sometimes, not even being on the bench last season and seasons before this, yeah. um, and now he's like one of our best players. So it's really good to see, and you can tell he's confident on the ball and mm-hmm. all the all the things that come with it. So. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, um, uh, I would just like to say our predictions before this game, you predicted the amount of goals the Timbers would score. Mm-hmm. You said 2-1 win. I predicted right with a 1-1 draw. Even crazier, I predicted that Blanco would score the tying goal. You did. So. <laughs> wow, insane. I also predicted Blanco, I think, to score. You right? predicted either. Oh, no, no, no. You predicted more in Espria. Yeah, I was going to say more in Espria. So yeah. you got a more goal Close right. enough. I got the Blanco <laughs> tying goal right. Yeah. We'll take that. But we'll was, take that. You want to see the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's... Yeah. So he takes on one defender, blows by him, just dribbles all the way down, and then fires okay. the left net. It's a good goal. But, like, uh, I mean, I'm not a Colorado fan, but, like, come on. <laughs> that was, that Barrios goal, you're not going to see that again this season. No. Nothing like that. That's like a once-a-season kind of goal. I, I think a lot of the argument was just the fact that it wasn't meant to be. A, a, sh- a shot on goal. I know? get. I mean, that's arguable too, though. I mean, I personally, in the moment, thought, yeah, he's crossing that for sure. Yeah. But when you watch it enough times, I, I think he's kind of descending it. He's he's just kind of saying, oh, I mean, he's falling, so he's like, well, someone's in there. Yeah. You know, it's either going in or something. Whether it's a cross or not, like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. It's still a really nice goal. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the voting because I know the voting was like. It was like heavily for that goal too. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, so I think that was his first goal actually. Oh, why does for Atlanta? So much, bro. It, um, I, yeah, I still yeah. don't. And it was a good goal. I mean, he had to beat a couple defenders, get the curler on the keeper, but 
I don't know. It was also against Cincinnati. So. Oh, yeah, and we should mention Blanco made the team of the week. Oh, yeah. For that yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, was okay, so Araujo got 45%. Trophy said 27. Barrios had 20. Okay. Which, I mean, also, uh, funny tweet after the... Um, after the uh, the trophies hat trick, um, who's the keeper that was in? Oh, oh, Ochoa. Ochoa, yeah, yeah. Um, tweeting that it wasn't actually a hat trick because he, he said in a, in a oh, it was an interview. Okay, yeah. in an interview, he said that it wasn't a goal because it was an own goal because he hit it in himself. And if you watch the replay, he kind of did hit it in himself. Yeah, but so, I mean, it's on target, but like, <laughs> kind of got a point. That's just I love just the fact that he's like taking that hit. You know, yeah. He's like, yeah, no, 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 it was an goal on me. Well, goal on me. To be worry, fair, they did still it. win the game 4-3, so. Yeah. Which is pretty bad for San That's Jose, funny. also. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. And then they beat Austin in a 4-3 thriller. Yeah, is... and two 4-3s. At least they won one, but. Yeah. Which, I mean, Austin is just, I still can't believe we lost Austin 7-2. We're coming back. We're coming back. They're, com- they're coming into Providence We're Park. We're coming back something different. If we don't beat them at home in a couple weeks. No, that we come on, come on, yeah, we yeah, that's bad. All right, let's move. uh, Let's move on to tonight's game. Oh wait, actually, there was one more thing I wanted to say for this game. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Because I know obviously we were talking about Blanco on this game, but I thought Mora actually had a huge like he kind of slid under the radar with his impact. Yeah, because it wasn't anything flashy that he did in this game, Um, but it was more just like the hold up play and allowing the Timbers to get forward in the like in either the counter or just the attack in general, when you're down a man, that's huge. Yeah. Because, I mean, Moore's not a huge guy even, but no. his hold-up play is like... He just knows how to use his body. Yeah, he has really good hold-up play. Um, honestly, like, similar to Fernando Adi yeah. at times, which but, is, like, the size difference is yeah, like... The, the people that were sitting next to me were saying that he was having an off night, and I was like, I really don't. I, really I mean, don't think so. He missed, he missed, like, one or two, like, you know, shots that he could have put on target and missed, but... You know, in a game like that, obviously you want your striker to score, but that's also not what, like... Yeah. Like, they, like his hold-up play and making sure that Colorado has the ball less is just as important. Yeah, and I mean, some people are going to look at it as always a striker who should score and get chances, but also you got to think, we're down a man. Yeah. He's the only person in the attack at the moment. Yeah, he's before, not really going to get, like, a yeah. ton of opportunities. Like, his role is he has to sit and hold the ball for somebody to make the run and play it off, which in that case, he's not going to be the guy forward. Yeah, and I also think, because, I mean, even a couple years ago, when I was, like, first getting into soccer, I thought the strikers were terrible if they weren't scoring or assisting every game. Yeah, exactly. You know, but now that I watch, like, for Bournemouth, I watched Dom. Solanke, who is mm-hmm. very similar to Mora in his style of play, where he gets the hold up and he lets the wingers or the cam play off of him, and then he runs in for tap-ins, yeah. pretty much. You know, because he gets in that position, not just because it's lucky tap-ins, but mm-hmm. because he's in that position. Yeah. And so, watching that, I've come to respect, like, hold-up play strikers so much more, even when they don't score. Now, obviously, Mora and even Solanke are a different case, because mm-hmm. is scoring out of his mind, and yeah. Dom has five and seven, and, you know, it's... It's nice when I can get to watch both sides of the game, but mm-hmm. then also know that, like, you know, when they do end up struggling in terms of goal scoring form, like Dom did for a whole season at Bournemouth after mm-hmm. he came from Liverpool, that he still had an impact because of this hold up play. Yeah, exactly. And he was still creating chances, but they A, weren't being put away, and B, he wasn't being fed the ball back. Yeah. And I mean, it's almost like a false nine role. Yeah. Mora doesn't usually play in that role. I don't. I mean, I'm assuming Solanke doesn't either. No. But I mean, at times when you're in this kind of situation, that's what it has to be. 
you can't just push up the field all the way as the only guy that's going to go pressure the keeper. Like, what good does that do the team and yourself? Um, so, yeah, and it worked, and we won. Or we yeah. drew. We drew. Yeah. But it felt like a win. It felt so. like really cool. <laughs> There was, like, three reporters after the game in the interviews with, like, Gio and the team that said, like, congrats on the win because it was just, like, it just, just felt, felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> just vibes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, is that all? Yeah. Is that all? You got anything else? I think. That seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, good wrap on that one. All right, let's uh, go to the LAFC game where one sub is made. And that is Van Rankin for Tui Loma because Gio had to. Yeah. Gio really said, let's throw him out there. I thought we weren't going to look that great because we were going to be a bit tired. But we did. We looked pretty solid. It was a, this was an, defensively, a, we were a little leaky. A little, I think, on the wing, on the wings again. Though, we did look like we have been, you know, there really was not yeah. that much of a drop off offensively. No, I didn't think so at all. Um, they had more shots, but we had more on target. You know, possession was basically even. Yes, fifty-one um, forty-nine. Passing for us. accuracy. Passing accuracy was basically even. Fouls was pretty yeah. even. You know, that was. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the ref. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because let's I, talk about this referee. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our guy Chris Penso. Chris Penso. Uh, I. Well, okay. Here's the thing, though. The first, I'm gonna say almost the whole first half. I would say up to probably like thirty, thirty-five. I was thinking in my head, he's actually good. Like. Hear me out. There were not that many fouls being called. He was letting play go. There was not anything that the crowd was in uproar about until I think the penalty. Honestly, that was in the twenty fourth minute. Okay, so twenty. Okay, so I guess it wasn't minutes, as long. That's really not. Yeah. That's and now, right. and actually, seeing the replay of that, it was. It was a penalty. So that's and not. It was a foul on. Exactly. Mabiala, and we should point out, Mabiala is now suspended for the next game. Of course he is. Which means Bill. Hey, yeah, back. Bill's back. Which is um, lucky that they're not both suspended at the same time. Yeah, that. Yeah. Which also that I don't mind because I kind of want to see McGraw get a game, but not with the form we're in. I don't know. If yeah, we'll right now I think Asiris could change up the back line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so up until then, I was thinking he was good, and then he started making bad calls. Yeah. In my, he started making some very questionable calls. Um, a couple advantages going both ways that he didn't call. Yeah, um, that, oh, that some big advantages actually. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to number seventeen Rodriguez for <laughs> oh a, my uh, goodness a softy he for falling so many times. There was literally within a one to two minute span he went down three times. Yeah, and then there was a moment early in the second half where he falls down, clutching his face, looks at the ref, realizes the ref has looked away, just pops mm-hmm. back up. Yeah, because LFC saw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> it. Insane. Yeah, I don't understand playing yeah, like that, especially for a guy who has been in the league for three years and is only now scoring some goals. Yeah, who wasn't in the league last year? He was in La Liga too. He was. Yeah. So he was out on loan then. He went on loan to La Liga. 2. Yeah. Okay. Because he's been with LAFC for like three years. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. I, come on. <laughs> come on. I that was probably that was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and it didn't do him any good. So yeah. I mean, they, he did get a couple calls actually. But nothing uh, came out of those calls. Yeah, luckily. exactly, exactly. Um, and I mean, I will say, there was some times that he was on the ball. He had some nice play. Yeah, so, him against Bravo was also kind of a mismatch. Yeah, he there was, was one. It was Bravo and Espria. He just split him right yeah. down the right wing. And, and then just, no, yeah. and then he split him. And then Espria because he split Espria and Bravo. Espria mm-hmm. was furthest forward, so he still had time to run back after Bravo had just gotten beat. Yeah, and then he gets beat again. <laughs> And then Rodriguez is still running in. You're like, well, um, yeah. <laughs> he just kept fine. going. He did that a couple times. Not yeah. that. Well, LAFC that has, a, time, has a really good chance in about the 14th minute, where someone just kind of chips it into uh, 
I, it's just a box pinball at this point. Yeah. And it's just kind of kicked. Off. <laughs> that luckily, probably should have been a goal. Yeah. Luckily, it gets cleared away. That was the first real big chance of the game, yeah. I think, for either team. Yeah. But and then it comes to the twenty-first minute where, uh, this team, this team in their head, <laughs> Jimmy Chara plays it in the Mora. Mora heads it in to where it gets hit back up to Blanco, who jumps up, who wins a header, the post. And Esprit is just wide open right yeah. there to just knock it right. Of course he's making that. And yeah. hey, that's a more assist. I don't care what anyone else says. We're continuing <laughs> the streak. He was involved in a goal. This goal does not happen without him getting that first header to kind of launch it in and uh, create some pressure on the defense. So I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, okay, that almost could be. A secondary assist, at least. I know MLS because probably isn't, MLS does not count it. Well, MLS no, but doesn't have any assist list. But in the uh, in the Colorado game, they gave the secondary assist to Zuparic. It was a Blanco to Zuparic, to uh, who scored Mora. They and did not give Zuparic. I'd swear, I just saw it. It's on the MLS app. No way. Yes. No. They no, gave him the second. first. No, well, I'm. That's what I'm saying. They, well, oh, that's a prime. No, well, so they get Blanco. Either way, they gave a secondary assist on that. Yeah, because it was. Because Blanco fires it in to Zuparic, who hits it across. That's yeah, but in this case, Mora hit it to Blanco, Mora who hit it to... to a defender. The defender hits oh, it to Blanco. okay. I see. Never mind. But I'm counting it because I really need him to keep the streak going for, for my <laughs> well, sake. yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. For, yeah, for your sake. But, and then a couple minutes later, you know, it, uh, you know... The back line kind of gets beat. Mabiala holds him up. Uh, gets a yellow card. Nice free kick outside the box. Fires in a wall that consists of Blanco, Mora, and then someone else that doesn't really matter to this play that happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's Jimmy. Yeah. It hits Blanco's arm. And it looks controversial in the moment on the big screen to where we can't really see anything. Yeah. They don't but give a straight angle on it. Looking at the replay right now in a freeze frame. It, hit, it hits Blanco's arm. Yeah, That's and it. I think what it, you can't see and they didn't really show well in the replay is that it hits his back arm is what it looks like to me. Yeah, so, it doesn't hit his front arm because yeah. his front arm is protecting Moore's head. Which then I think would, would not be called. Not a penalty. Yeah, because but, no matter what, it's hitting a defender. Yeah, but it is when it hits his arm, the ball is in line with Moore's head. So mm-hmm. it is not, in fact, protecting Moore's head. It is, yeah. in fact, protecting the ball getting through that hole. It's in that little gap. And so it makes it a penalty. And the penalty is nailed home. Yeah. And, you know, the stadium's just kind of feeling down after this. Blanco picks up a yellow yeah. for arguing. And the LAFC fans have their stupid to, drum. I was surprised to find out that this is only Blanco's third yellow. I feel like he gets one every game just for chipping. I, he does kind of get one every chipping. game on it. He's only, this is the third. Every game that he's that we've had at home in this stretch, he's gotten a yellow. Which is That's three what games. That's feels like, but he no, hasn't. Really? Yeah. So Colorado, he, he did in Colorado. I know he did in Colorado. Yeah. So what was the game before that at home? Um, no, that was the first game home. Yeah. Yeah. The last time was uh, the San Jose game with the big like scrums at the end. Of, like, oh, got one yeah. There. Not even Seattle. But he didn't Seattle. get the road stretch at all. Wow. That's impressive, actually. But it felt like every, <laughs> single, th- every single game. He was John. Yeah, because, I mean, he is every game. Yeah. But And then uh, in the 47th minute, you know, going into halftime 1-1, feelings are kind of, uh, we'll see yeah. what happens in the second half. 40, 47th, 48th minute, Cifuentes tries what would have been the goal of the week, a, a, a lovely, lovely struck ball to when Steve Clark's off his line that luckily 
luckily hits the post. Yeah, that was, that was I don't think anybody even expected it. Nobody really was, did. Everyone in the yeah. stadium was just kind of like, la, 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 just kind of watching the play, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, crap. Yeah, that was like right out of the half. This might go in. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I don't. I personally didn't even like see him kick it. I was like, and then I saw it hit the post. Yeah, like, you oh. asked me who would kick that. Yeah, and I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, that was one of three that they or no, that was one of three very close chances. Two more that they should have finished. One of them from Cifuentes, which we're gonna get to, and the one from Rodriguez. Yeah. Now the highlight reel is is very bad because it doesn't show that shot at all. Yeah. And it also does not show... The other one, right? The, 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 the other sitter. Which is the chance of the game miss. for LAFC. Yeah, that is the, that is the craziest <laughs> like, miss. Yeah, know? that was that a worse bad than miss. One. Even the one that Rodriguez had was bad it, towards the Timbers Army in the first half. And then that that was first half, right? That they yes. were going towards the Army, yeah. Um, and then that one was even worse. Um, yeah, 64th yeah. minute. Just mm-hmm. absolutely... I mean... Goal is wide open. You can just pass that in. Somehow oh, sails yeah. it to the right. I mean, it's goal. bouncing a little bit, but he's a professional. Come on. Yeah. Take come a. On. He had enough time to take a touch. Yes. Yeah, and he still missed. Steve was that like far off. Yeah. Because you know, he was closing out on the first guy. Yeah. It was. It should have just been laid in. Yeah. It was a layup. He blew a layup. He did. He did. Probably. And then, yeah. Four minutes later, Blanco gets the ball down the line, fires a little cross in, right. That gets deflected right to Fochive. Of course, goal number two of his Timbers career. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wonderful. Very nice. We should point out, we've totally forgot to mention this. I can't believe we forgot to mention the biggest storyline. <laughs> Dyron has blonde hair. Uh, yep, that, that was Dyron thinking was too. Yeah. And he scored. So. <laughs> Back to playoff Dyron in the middle of the season. So, so we've got this regular season Dyron that has upgraded himself. And now we have blonde Dyron, which is another upgrade. What about... Blonde Dyron, who has in good regular season form, then becomes playoff Dyron. I think that means double backflip Dyron. I think that <laughs> means we might see a player better than Messi. Honestly, it we could. We don't need Messi to come to the MLS. We will see him. Yes. We will see him in November. Dyron Espria. Yes. <laughs> Remember the name. PSG will come calling. They will create, once, once, uh, once Mbappe leaves, they will create hey. the, the big three. Let's be honest, the three of them can't do anything for PSG right now. Yeah. Throw a, throw Dyron in there, he's got five goals. Yeah. They would not have drawn 1-1 to Club Brugge no. if, uh, if Dyron had been there. No, not they there. wouldn't have. No. Dyron wins them that game. Yeah, and then he does a double backflip. Yeah, which is sick, <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I am excited anytime Dyron scores, and yeah. get to see his celebration. Actually, I think, have we told the story of the, the bike? We might, we, we might have, but we can go ahead and tell it. Throw it in again, yeah. Uh, it's just so I feel like it was probably a long time ago, so. It was. Yeah. It was um, a while ago. Was well, I'm saying a... the story, if we ever told it, it was oh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it was also a while ago, yeah. Um, it was my birthday. We went, it was, or it was like the day, it was like my birthday weekend or something. Yeah, it was so, um, it was so random. You were, yeah. Yeah, you were just, you were just fired off. And like, this was, like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, sh- do you guys want to go to a T2 game? Because we get free tickets with our season tickets. <laughs> yeah. And we were like. All right, sure, whatever, I guess. No, and this was before you even, like, really knew anything about the yeah. Timbers or anything. And, yeah, you know, even soccer. You go yeah. to a T2 game, you don't expect to see, like, a first-team player like yeah. Tyron. Well, I mean, at that point, though, he was almost, like, more... He played more for T2 than he did for the first team. Like, he was out of the lineup at times, yeah. which is crazy. That wasn't even that long ago. If I had season tickets at that point, it was, like, two years ago, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> yeah, and then all I all I just remember is just I don't know how the ball got to him. I would assume it was a cross. It's probably Blake Bodily, if we're being honest. I think Blake Bodily <laughs> still at Washington at that point. Was have. he really? Oh yes. yeah, that, that must have been the year before he was signed yeah. to T two. Yeah. But all I remember is Dyron just up in the air, biking a beautiful goal. Honestly, one of like the cleanest bikes yeah, that I've seen. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe a thousand people saw. It, there was a good amount in there. Maybe a it, I mean, not a lot, though. It was, it up was the, at the Portland Pilots. Yeah, which is like a stadium. decent college stadium, actually. Like a thousand? Yeah. Maybe. But, I mean, still the best goal I've ever seen. Yeah, that was And insane. it was at one of the like first soccer games I've attended that I can remember. Because okay. I attended a lot when I was like 9 or 10 Timber. Like when I was at, like 9 or 10 mm-hmm. watching. Or even like 7 or 8 watching yeah. Timbers. Some like USL. NASL. I can't even remember USL, really yeah. many of those games. But, like, that was insane. I don't think I'll ever see a goal better than that. No. I mean, still, I think I've said it before, too, but that goal and the goal they scored against Dallas in the playoffs are two of the best goals I've ever seen yeah. live. And they're both Dyron, yeah, so. I, I have a soft spot for Dyron just because of that. Yeah. So it was great to see him in great form. Yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of topped on the Dyron train at the right time. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, at that point, if you yeah. had told me Dyron was one of the best players in the league, I would have just taken that blindly and been like, yeah, he scored a cool goal. He could. <laughs> yeah. Good. He'll probably be good eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And he is. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, I guess talking, did we say the Mora, he tried a bike in the game as oh, well? Yeah, we which is, I think that's why I thought about the Dyron thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 58 yeah. minute, Dyron plays it into Mora, who hits a bike, and oh, it was... It was actually pretty close. It was kind of close. Like, it was a clean bike. The place would have gone crazy if that went in. Oh yeah. my goodness, because that was, when was that? 58 minutes. 58, when was the penalty? Penalty was in the 24th, man. Was it really? Wow. I wow off on that one. Uh, not close at all. Still would have been insane. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Twenty four. I, I think our one and a half hour drive back is starting to take its toll. Yeah. A lot of, of driving today. <laughs> <laughs> nice little three hour round trip. Yeah, it's a good time. But L A F C Part Two, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, I will say they they get away support. They actually did. Well, Good limbs on them. it was honestly just annoying because the army drum is like a big like bass drum yeah. and they just had like a little like, like a loud, like high pitched one. So you yeah. couldn't hear what they were ever chanting or anything. You just like could hear the drum. Yeah. And it, it was annoying. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's always good when there's always support. It just makes it the atmosphere better because it makes the army step up and you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's we'll quickly, I want to talk about attendance. I'm trying to find the uh, the numbers really quick, but I mean the I, Wednesday game against Colorado. That one was, was sixteen. I saw. Okay, sixteen. I'm trying yeah. to check what. This one I think was probably around twenty. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't full, but it wasn't empty either. It was more full than. Uh, twenty one thousand. Yeah, so that's that's a good, yeah, especially for right now. I think the biggest reason is vaccines. Yeah. Having to show your vaccine card again because when it went away from the vaccine cards for a while, it was full. Yeah. And then they went back to it, and it was a little bit more empty, which is how it was before, too. Uh, so that's just how it's going to be, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was still a good atmosphere. It's not like that really goes away as much. But, yeah. yeah. This, the atmosphere against LAFC was better, though. Yes. Just because there was more people. <laughs> Let's get into the, yeah. uh, the subs on this game, because I really like Geo subs here. And so, you know, obviously... We can't play everyone a full 90, or all the attackers a full 90 in this game. It's just not possible. Yeah. To ask them to play so much. 
And so we get a uh, Bochive for Perez. Which I like because I thought Perez was not great against Colorado. So Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I thought he was pretty well tonight, but Bochive gives you a little more defensive mm-hmm. sub, which, you know, at the point they were attacking when he was put in. So, you know, obviously it worked out with him getting a goal. Yeah. And for one of the first times all season, we saw all of the front four being subbed. We did. Which Surprise. is good. It's perfect. I saw exactly everyone I wanted to see. Valeri well, comes in for 30 minutes. Yeah. For his which, <laughs> yeah, I thought. Let me go through it, and then we'll get to that. Uh, Loria and Moreno come on for Blanco and Char around the 78th minute. And then Niascota comes on for more in the 88th minute, mm-hmm. which still gets five minutes. Which we have to consider, Mora, Mora should get called up for Chile. In the next international window, so, he should yeah. if Chile want to do anything good because he is insane right now. But that would not be good for us because we would have two games where we would have to play a false nine. Diego Valeri, yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. I, I think at that point you push either Dyron or Jimmy up top, or yeah. just have a straight rotating four, mm-hmm. like the whole game. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, that's not you've a good got situation. a couple games until then to where you can get Niascoto to like thirty or forty-five. Yeah, he's just not getting enough time now. He's not. I mean, five minutes, every time that he comes into the game, he has no time to do anything. Yeah. Which is, because he comes in at a time where it's like either they're attacking, trying to score, so he's just sitting up top. He did apply uh, some pretty good pressure. Yeah, he did, but I mean. This is the first game where he actually got to like really do something. Yeah, but usually to actually get into a game, it's like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Getting some. And Gio said like his playing was situational. This is the same exact situation as we've had for the last like yeah. four or five games. So why put him in this game, yeah. but not put him in against Houston, but not put him in against any of the other teams we played? I'm blanking right now, but you know, <laughs> it's the same exact situation. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver, yeah. No, because we talked about it. This team is not blowing out other teams right now. No, like we're, we're in really good form, that. but we're not the kind of team that's going to go and win three nothing right now, no. just based on how the season's been going. So you, we're not going to be able to wait for a game to play in 15 minutes because we're up 3 nothing. Like, Absolutely that's just not going to happen. No. I mean, I wish it would. That'd be good. But right I'll now, it's just not. Up, but it's not going to happen because we're in a tough schedule. Yeah, and we're just not. So the leaking of goals has been a lot better, yes. to be fair, but it's still not there. I mean, we had a couple of shutouts in a row, three. That was good. Um, I, actually, I guess it has been getting pretty good. We let up three in the last two, which isn't great. But, but we also two of scored. those came... Down a man. Yeah, and we scored four between mm-hmm. the two. So the offense is still cooking, but it's just the back line leaking some goals still. But it's much, much better than it has been. What's our goal to fresh right now, actually? Negative six. Negative six, okay. It used to be negative double digits. So. Negative like 12 or something. Yeah, so we're... This is very much improved. Much better. I'm very and, proud uh, of Also, standings-wise, this was a pretty big win for us. Yeah. Um, we would have we would have been out of the playoff picture had LAFC yeah. beaten us. Instead, we are now a point behind Galaxy for fourth yeah. and a home playoff game in the first round, which is always very much appreciated. Yeah, that would be very nice. And um, we put a little space on LAFC, who is now fourth. Mm-hmm. And now four points behind us. That's what I meant. Four points behind us out of the playoff picture. So we are four points clear of missing them. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a six-pointer. Six points lost for them, especially. Yeah. Um, and I mean, also, it's so tight because RSL beat Seattle yesterday. And we play RSL next. Um, yeah, so that's another six-pointer because RSL is now a point behind us. Um, we have a lot of six-pointers coming up. Yeah. Mind the game against Miami. I will, that Colorado draw was pretty big. Um, it would have been a bigger win, obviously, but keeping them to a point was pretty big. Um, 
Because yeah, we've us. got Salt Lake, LAFC, and we've got Miami. And yeah. then we have Galaxy, Vancouver, Colorado, San Jose, which isn't which won't matter, mm-hmm. and then Salt Lake, and then Austin. Yeah. So we've got three three out of our last, I think uh, ten three out of our last nine games are non factors, which is Miami, San Jose, and Austin. Kind of. Kind of. Non factors in the terms of that they're not six pointers. They're not yeah, they're not six pointers, but it is when you get this opportunity to play an East an Eastern Conference team. Yeah. Especially right now when you only get what two of them, right? Two, yeah. Um that's a I mean, it's an opportunity to not lose points, I guess, in terms of the Western Conference. Yeah. I mean, obviously it is, like other teams could win, but it's I guess it's more of an opportunity in the fact that if it's a draw or a loss, it's not as bad for us. But I think we should beat Miami. Yeah. Um, which again can also help us depending on what the people do, like the teams above us, mm-hmm. because we're not playing them. So it's a it could be a good thing. Depends on how the weekend goes, I guess. But yeah, yeah a lot of tough games coming up against teams that'll be trying to get us out of playoff spot and then trying to get in. Yeah. But yeah, Salt Lake is what right now? They are. They're right behind us. Okay, yeah. Oh, they are right behind us. Yeah. Jeez, point behind. One point, yeah. So this will be a also a very big swing. Yeah. Because we should mention that Minnesota's three points behind us with a game in hand. Goal differential is better than ours. So if they win that game in hand, they go to fifth, we go to sixth, RSL goes to seventh. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so at least for next week, we are guaranteed to stay in the playoff picture yeah. because LAFC is four behind us. And, uh, I mean, it's just all about keep gaining those points. Yeah, we want that. Teams. We want that home game. And that was not something that we thought we would be saying, is that we could even get at that the, and around the middle to beginning of the season. Right the now, start I, of the season, if you had told us that, we would have been like, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, top but now, three. But now it's a dream. Yeah. And I really think we, at this point, I'd almost say that we should. Because yeah. one LA, point LA behind the galaxy, galaxy is they're dropping in off. Bad form. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got Chicharito back, but they're still... We didn't have... Yeah, exactly. Which... I guess to your point earlier too, um, or you didn't say in the podcast, but earlier you were saying that this might not be a great time to be getting hot, which we may have peaked a little too early. Yeah, which not to say that this is the peak necessarily, but if it is, this isn't a great time because there's still so many games left. Um, there's time for guys to get injured, you know, stuff like that um, that we just don't we don't want to get out of form. Yeah, we lose it. We lose a one nothing game at home. One of these games that we really should win, and that shifts all the momentum. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, it's so tough. Um, and I mean, again, also, what we were talking, well, we've said it before, but 2015, 2018, kind of rocky. Yeah. And then we still got there. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, it's just too tough to predict right now. But too many games left. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just going to be very interesting because – for the game on Saturday because again, we'll probably see the same exact lineup. I would think so, Except yeah. for, I would put Fochive in for Perez. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, Fuchive, oh, that was the other thing from this game. I thought Fochive had a really good game, yeah. actually, when he came in. Yes, um, and then I think Bill yeah. for Mabial. Yeah, that should be the only changes, I would think. I do, also on the fact of you complimenting Fochive, I want to compliment Moreno. That, who yes. I thought looked yeah. incredible yeah. when he came on. Did a great job of Winning the ball, avoiding defenders, and getting into a little bit of a break just to release that bit of pressure. Yeah. He um, looks good. 
He does. Yeah, he definitely looked good. He looked um, very good. I mean, all the, honestly, everybody. Um, Luria. I mean, he didn't have a huge impact, but he wasn't negative in any way. He, yeah, he did. Um, he did kind of what he was supposed to do. Yeah, just be out there. I will say though, Diego Valeri. I just wasn't there again. No. I mean, he lost the ball almost every time. Yeah, 300th appearance for the Timbers. And he got, it was kind of a surprise that he got so many minutes because he hasn't been getting any minutes. Yeah. And what we found out actually before the game, um, Gio had said that he's going to be using Valeri now as more of a super sub, kind of yeah. like a Wondolowski esque. We, we knew. Yeah, we kind of knew, but Gio came out and said that that's officially yeah. what the plan is for Valeri. Um, it's just, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't. It's so, it's almost like you can see his brain turning and like he wants to do certain things, but he's just getting to the point where he can't. Yeah, is that's what, the saddest part. Yeah. It's it's not the fact of matter that just like he can't do anything anymore. He like it's not just like he like he, yeah, like you said, like it's not like it, that process doesn't go through the brain. It does. Yeah. And that's what really hurts him is because I mean, ugh, there was one play where he wanted to like try to make a move to beat a defender and every mm-hmm. I could see it that like Prime Valeri destroys that guy. Yeah. He gets around yeah. him and then he just couldn't. It, and that's just how it's been. I mean, he's not going to win any ball for 50-50 that you give him at this point. No. He's not, even when he's got pressure on his back, if he's got, like, there's a couple of times, the ball's passed into him, he's got two on his back, and he tries to turn or does something that, yeah, like you said, it's going to work, like, last year, the year before, and it's just not. It's just, he's not being able to keep up anymore. And, you know, I would even say, like, you know, a little bit of match fitness because he hadn't played in a little bit. Well, yeah, that too. had those matches at the start of the season, like, you could still kind of see the same thing. Yeah. I think also at the beginning of the season, though, it the match, like, as he got more minutes, it was starting to wear on him too. Yeah. So it's tough because you can't – that's not what you want either. No. So – and I, I know this is probably controversial. There's going to be people that disagree with us. But I think watching that game today was – Pretty good evidence for that, but that's just my opinion and yours yeah. as well. I guess. I mean, I think, I think we need to get him a couple games in a row, twenty to thirty, just to kind of build him up to that back to that match fitness. Because again, he hasn't played in a while. Yeah. Hasn't played consistently in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. He won't start ever again. I don't think at least. I don't think unless there's the false nine thing that needs to happen. But <laughs> let's hope that even then it might be like bodily. Up top, just to have a striker still. I mean, he did I it. Think, he I did it before. Go, I think you'd go like Espria, and then you put uh, Chara. You know, put Moreno and Chara out on the wings. Oh yeah, I get Moreno start in the middle. Yeah, we got Moreno. Because I think Moreno is now ready for a start. I think so. Yeah, at some point, but the, I don't think you force him in. No, no, that's not. Yeah, in a in a big game, especially, you don't just throw him in. Yeah, because all these games are big now. Yeah, this lineup will look the exact same except for Fochive for Paredes and Bill for Maviola because of suspension. Yep. And we're going to run the same team out, and we're going to beat Salt Lake. Yeah, that is what I say as well. This one is at home again. We should win. That is what I'll say. Salt Lake um, does, is coming off a big win against Seattle. Yeah, and they are a good team. They um, are. Yeah, they I have mean. their ups and downs. They have their weird results. They have their great results. They're yeah. a very inconsistent team. If their manager has left, they're mm-hmm. in a weird point. Definitely, um, which actually kind of interesting. Landon Donovan was interviewed for the. Yeah. That would be a pretty. I would like to see that hire actually. Yeah. I'd like to see him in Major League Soccer, um, but yeah, I mean they do have that midfield and attack, but I think in defense 
is where they're lacking a bit. Because they do play three back. Um, they have Krylock and Rubin up top. Who are, so their front three of Krylock, Ruznak, and Rubin are their best yeah, players. That's gonna, if they're going to win, it's going to be because of those. Yeah, three. but honestly, because of anyone else. I have faith that Diego Chara and Fochive can step in there and break that up. Yeah, that's because the guys Diego Chara also had a really good night tonight. Yeah, he, I mean, he always does. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hard to find a time when he has a bad game. Um, yeah, did he get a yellow? I think he did. No. No? No. Okay. Out of all the people who escaped this game without a yellow, Diego Char nice. would not have been... As soon as he started handing out yellows, I thought Diego Char was for sure going to get one. But yeah. Maviallo, Blanco, Bravo, and Valeri are the only ones who end up with yellows. <laughs> that is like, it's so funny. The whole like Basically, the whole league, except for the Timbers, just hates Diego Char yeah. because he gets yellow cards. Yeah. I but like, a, come on. he's a dirty player. But like, he's like literally the opposite. Yeah, he makes hard tackles, yeah. but he's not dirty. No, he's not going in and like hurting guys. Yeah. Like I don't That's the reason why he only has two red cards. Yeah. Like his there, entire career. There hasn't or been two a second yellow red card. Yeah. And, I think mean, he probably is like he definitely has a couple straight reds. I'm sure he does. Yeah. That's why he's <laughs> not like That's why he doesn't have like a ton of them. Yeah, I can't think of a time when he went into a tackle and took a guy out of the game. Yeah. He's no Williams. Yeah. Early <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, who was the one that had, I think, oh, it was, it was Valeri, yeah, because he was a little bit too slow to react, and then he took a guy out from behind, um, yeah, yeah. uh, didn't take him out of the game, mm-hmm. so that's good, but yeah, um, and then, oh, wait, uh, also, these highlights didn't show the, uh, possible Mori goal in the 87th minute, where it was called off sides, oh, yeah, which was a really dumb off sides call, by the way, because in this age of VAR, the, the assistant, the, the line judge should yield on a call that close because on the on the replay it looked not offsides it was pretty close it was again though it was the angle they show they don't show all the angles on the replays yeah. in the stadium yeah i think it, i think it was the type though because i can't find the replay of this anywhere that gives a good angle it's the type though where it gets called a goal and no offsides it stands but yeah. when it's called offsides no goal it stands but the fact of the matter is it was so close that the, that the side just isn't supposed to call it mm-hmm. and then let VAR do the work. Yeah, that's how it's made, set up. That's, how, that's what VAR is yeah. made for, yeah. is to let that play run and then to make that call. Agreed. Yeah. But that, I, 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 I felt the, so happy. When they scored? When or they when scored we scored, scored yeah. Because I, I knew... Well, that was game. I, yeah, I knew it was game. The pain, yeah. the pain of them firing... Balls into the box and shots on target, which they didn't do that much of. They, yeah, like, no, they, they really, they yeah. really did. They yeah. really weren't applying that much pressure, mm-hmm. on us. and it was just nice. Yeah. But then the boo started raining in. You looked over and you saw the line judge. <laughs> yeah. With their flag raised, <laughs> and the and the ref moving his arm across for offsides. Painful. Yeah, I mean the I'm, the whole stadium had the same feeling of that's game we just won. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was just frustrating. But, yeah, like you said, too, the last couple of minutes were not that nerve-wracking, honestly. They didn't have a ton of wide-open chances. Yeah. Like, yeah, we shot them down pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Question is, when is Bob Bradley going to complain that it was the turf? Again. It's the turf. It was the <laughs> rain. It's never like this in LA. <laughs> oh, it was raining, too. Yeah, it doesn't rain in L.A., so... We're not oh used no! To this. The ball just moving so fast on the turf. Oh, yeah. Wet turf. The ball was going crazy yeah. on the wet turf. Because his the team just like such an advantage. Because they're 
because they're always playing on this wet turf because yeah. it rains so much in Portland. It never rains in L.A. because oh, we're, it's always so sunny down here. Bob, we're going to beat you guys when we come to L.A. too. Oh, we will. Complain, we will. About, complain about the turf then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Complain about the turf. Yeah. We'll complain about the grass and how it wasn't good enough. Yeah, your grass is actually too long. You three, three zero. Yeah. No, we just destroyed you. <laughs> and actually, we're complain about the grass. We haven't had a game down there yet, have we? This season? No. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. The next LAFC games in LA. Yeah. So if we beat them, what's he gonna say? I don't know. I didn't see any comments yet from him on this game. No. But I mean, come on. Basically, for, okay, so for him to argue that the turf is the issue in this game, he's saying that his team is worse because he's saying that they can't control the ball when it's moving faster. Yeah, he's, he's so basically he, just saying that his team doesn't know how to adjust. Yeah, so by saying they lost because of the turf, he's saying that they lost because they're bad, mm-hmm. which is true. Just kidding. They're not bad, but we're better. So We are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so, good win. That's kind of all I got for that one. Anything else? Let me, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find any quotes. There's nothing, uh, no, just talking about tough loss and, you know. Yeah, well, it was pretty tough for them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Just crying. Uh, yeah, their fans, their fans probably are not going to have a good though, night. So. Yeah, party in Portland. Bob, I kind of wanted you to say something about the surface. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He got flamed after last uh, time. Oh, I'm looking at this picture of the Cifuentes miss. This is crazy, man. He's got the whole goal to shoot on. Really? He really does. There's even pads lined out for how he could score. Yeah, and instead he just messes it. Wow. Thank you, Sim. Yeah, this. thanks, man. Thank that was so really much. kind of you to miss that for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, uh, yeah, we set our lineups. There's really not that much because the lineup's not going to change. Yeah. We've recently seen Salt Lake need to stop their attack. Our attack should help us win this game. Yeah, I think our attack, if this comes down to our attack versus their attack, which it very well could, we are winning the game in my yes. opinion. It's at home. We have a better better in-form attack than they do at the moment. Their defense is worse than ours at the moment. We should win this game. Yeah, we will, uh, well, we have to figure out a way to watch the game. Oh, yeah. there's an Oregon Duck game at that same exact time. There is. And we, sadly, will not be driving the hour and a half again. Three-hour round trip. Because we'll be at the Ducks game. I say we just record it. What oh, wait. No, it's going to be on Rue, huh? Probably. Oh. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Let's mention that, too. Half an hour late today because of FS1. Yeah. Thank you, Fox Sports. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> we always know because when the lineups don't come out within an hour to an hour 15... Before the game. Well, and then you get to the stadium. Or hour 45. And, oh my gosh, dude. And you, yeah, 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 you're at the stadium. And it's just the fact that the countdown clock, which counts down to when the players go into the locker room, was set for 435. <laughs> yeah. And then they add another, they always add another 20 minutes on Well, the they kind of baited us because the LAFC backup keeper was out there when we got into the stadium. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay, maybe the lineups are just out late. But, like, they're going to come out on time, right? Nope. No, no Actually, this was a this was a later start than usual for national TV. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was late, late. Um, but whatever, we still won. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you blame it on that, Bob. Blame it on that. Half an hour to get in your head a little bit. You could record the Duck game and go to the Timbers game. And... Yeah, but we already bought tickets to the Ducks game, we so didn't buy the we didn't buy them, but like we did. We have season passes. So. I don't know, man. We we really don't have a way to watch this Timbers game. Well, uh, um, I'll set up my so I'll leave my phone here and I'll set it up like <laughs> to record the whole time on the TV. 
Okay. And then we'll watch it on my phone. Oh, Actually, no. I can get it from my phone to my computer, and then we'll plug in the computer to the TV. Or while we're in the student section, we can watch the game. That as well. But I don't trust myself to do a podcast and analyze the game while that is occurring. I, so, <laughs> I we'll figure this out. Yeah, the, yeah, we don't have to have this conversation we'll on the back podcast. With I guess. Yeah, you guys, you guys are hearing what may or may not happen. We um, will find a way. We will find a we way. We promise you that much. And to be fair, the Ducks game is probably going to be bad. Yeah, they're probably going to destroy Arizona. Yeah, just jumped number three, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ducks, we might be able to leave early. Ducks, catch Timbers born with an incredible form. I'm on top of the world. Yes. I. Been a while since my my last my last favorite team loss was Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup in August. It's a long time. So I've been rocking. When was off of the table? Five matches ago for the team. The home game against KSU, SKC was that the last loss for the Timbers? Last loss was away at Austin. Oh yeah, that was after KC. It was KC into Austin, wasn't it? KC draw away. No, KC loss. KC draw. Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. Oh, when, the KC loss was a while ago then. KC yeah. Because it, it went big Seattle loss, mm-hmm. KC draw, lost at Austin, five-game streak. Yeah. Nice. What's the <laughs> prediction for this Salt Lake game? Uh, we're going to let up a goal. I'm going 2-1. I was going to say 3, so 3-1. Okay, I'm going 2-1. Uh, you know, Moore didn't get his this game, so I think Moore's getting his. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Chara. Okay. Say Moore as well. Um... Diego Chara hasn't had a goal in a while. Why not? Ooh, a little fancy here. Why not? I mean, it's probably not going to happen because he doesn't score goals. But if he does, there's some times where he gets into the counterattack. He's got way more pace than anybody thinks. Yeah. He is like, he literally in almost every single like duel that he has, he beats the guy on pace. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't just take it down the middle. Mm-hmm. He could. Um, so, yeah. Sure. Why not? Mora, Chara, and uh, um, a little center back goal. Maybe a zoo park Ooh, off a corner. Okay. That'd be nice. We haven't had a corner direct header goal in a while. Really good. So we should uh, we should point out that uh, yeah, Mora's Mora's headed goal against Colorado was the first headed goal Colorado's let up all year. Yeah, of course, because Mora's the best header in the league. Most correct. He is. Three out of our last four goals have been headers. Yeah, from a guy who knows how to score with their head. A guy who's under six foot. Yeah. Is scoring the most headed goals in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Which better. is crazy. Yeah, even he's, Blanco's he's winning tough. headers. Blanco's like five, 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 six. I think I think we just I think we just do headers in practice. And yeah, that's all we do. That's it. That's why we can't defend is because we're too busy doing headers. <laughs> yeah, no more of these short corners. Just which there's a lot. Also, I think there could be less of those. But I mean, we saw it. we scored off a corner. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm was proud that, of us. We scored off a. Was it a short corner though? No. So, okay, it was a direct corner. It exactly. Played, it was played into more right at the penalty spot. Yeah, so we should do more direct corners. Yeah. No more short corners. Play it tomorrow or play it to us for you. Yeah, somebody. We got, we got dudes in there. Mabiala, Zupark, any of those guys. Bill, Ben Rankin. I kind of want to get a free kick outside the box again so I can see Bill boom a free kick. Oh, my goodness. Block was definitely going to be on it now, but yeah. Bill would be second in line. Maybe. I bet you Bill could talk his way into it. Be like, oh, remember Seattle? And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a man. Well, I think uh, I think that's enough rambling for us. Yeah, there's a good amount of rambling in this one. Just uh just remember, everyone, Portland Turf sucks. But and, uh, yeah. It's really tough to play on. 
Mm-hmm. And and LAFC. I've been Bob Bradley. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow our Twitter and Instagram, where we will have live commentary during games and posts about when we release new episodes. Also, if you have any soccer-related questions or comments about the episode, feel free to send them to either of our social medias. Our Twitter is at TimberspotPod, and our Instagram is TimbersFromTheSpot. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers!